brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville, man. What's up, y'all? We back again. We back again. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. The baddest podcast in Nashville, man. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Event today? Happy Independence Day. We make sure we want to say that and get that out. But let's get into this episode, man. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And yes, it is the 4th of July. And we'll celebrate, man, you know, just uh, the independence of this country. But we want to celebrate the fact that we still alive. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just thankful to be alive, man. And being able to enjoy it on the 4th man and you know it's sunny outside today man it's a beautiful day to get out there and put them uh them ribs and them hot dogs man them hamburgers on the grill man i'm talking about the sun is shining the grill is smoking man and me and my pasta man we getting ready to roll up because see we ain't cooking today we're not cooking today man we were, we were trying to roll up on you man and see what you're doing and hopefully when i roll up on you i hear y'all blasting that black man vent two episode today man along with the sun and you got your shades on you got your tank tops on man you out there with the music bumping man you twining you doing everything but include this also today's episode of black man vent two yeah, man, the Black Men Get Too Ratchet Weather Report by Leon Davis Jr., man. It's a great day outside to get all your barbecuing done, man. Get all your cookouts going. Yes, but please, please find some type of time to tap into today's episode, man. We're super excited. We are by way of Michigan. We have a good brother, man, that has come to us from Michigan. Shout out to, man, the virtual uh, resource that we have, man, to be able to reach any and everybody in the United States. And we are super excited about today's episode. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, just again, glad to be alive thankful for this new episode that's coming out today and uh, i tell you what man enjoy your day enjoy this episode and keep rocking with us man as we move forward right after this sponsorship segment break guys we'll get right into it we'll get right into it man new episode new week let's get into it man nashville have you heard a black man vent today Yo, 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 man. What's up, Nashville? What's going on? What's going on? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. Super excited to be a part of you guys' week. Man, the Black Men Ventu Podcast, guys. We're back again, man. New episode. Pops, what can we say about this one, man? We got a guy from Detroit, man. We, we'll go anywhere with a podcast. Wherever technology will allow us to venture, we will venture in those areas, and we have stopped. In the big D, Detroit, Detroit, Michigan, man. Mm-hmm. I went through there. I didn't get a chance to stop, but uh, we stopped at Mr. Lawson's house. So that's where we at right now. <laughs> no doubt, man. Major, major shout out to the guys up that way in Detroit, man. And we're hoping and praying that Black Men Vent 2, we can stretch across not only just our city, but the bigger cities beyond. And we know that this episode with this brother is going to be able to do just that, man. So giving love to Detroit, Michigan from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, sir. But man, shout out to my guy presenting to some, introducing to others, our good friend, Mr. Robert Lawson. Brother, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm not from Detroit, man. I'm from Michigan, though. But oh, okay. Oh man, we done we done bummed up Detroit. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, what give give me the city, Rob? What 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 city we from? I'm from uh, Culver, Coloma, but I live in Ben Harbor, Michigan, though. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, right, gotcha. gotcha. First show, right. first show. 
Hey man, y'all told you we country, man. We 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 we've we been through that. We didn't stop. <laughs> but man, all of Michigan, man, tap yeah, in yeah. to this episode, man. Robert, let's get into it, brother. Um, man, who are you, man? You know, naturally, brother, you know, it may not be many people, at least down south, uh, that may know you, man. Let's get into who Robert Lawson is, man. We know, brother, just based off of researching you, man, and hearing about you off air. You got a book, and your yeah. book is doing well, man. Congratulations yeah. to that. Congrats. We know that you're a young father, man. But let our audience know, man. Introduce yourself to Nashville and just other parts, man, of, of, of uh, you know, other world, man. Who is Mr. Robert Lawson, man? Talk to him. Uh, for a moment, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show, man. Yes, sir. And thank you for uh, making this all possible so we can connect. Well, mm -hmm. for the people that don't know me out in Nashville and other people and the other People that this podcast my reach. My name is Robert Lawson. I am a father of three children, two boys and one girl. I am a husband, and I am also a um, alumni of University of Phoenix. I got my bachelor's degree there, and I am an author, man. As we as you may know, I am an author and wrote my book Trial and Air Life for Depression to help others and to inspire others and. and to help my story reach them to not give up and, and motivate them to let them know like bad days and bad chapters doesn't define who we are. We still have other good other other good chapters in that in that book and other good days that's on ahead of us. And so don't let those bad chapters or those bad days get in the way of the get in the way of the good days that's ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt, man. We just we just excited, man, to naturally. It ain't too many people, brother, that's that's your age with three kids and writing books. Yeah. So when you just put all that together, man, we just <laughs> again we try to get flowers where flowers are needed, brother. And we just want to say, man, keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're leaving a legacy for them babies for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Let me ask you this, man. You say you bought the name of the book is uh, what's the name of the book again? The, the book name is Trial and Error: Life of Depression. I came up with that title because in life we all face with a lot of trial and error. Like through those trials, you know, so we mess up, we we um get frustrated, and mm -hmm. we make a lot of mistakes. So that's where mm -hmm. the error came from. And through those errors and through those trials, we you know what I'm saying we tend to be depressed. Mm -hmm. and, and, and tend to go through things that make us go through that depression stage. And, and that was me. You know, I faced a lot of trial and error in my life. And, and it led to a lot of depression. It led to a lot of, you know, suicidal thoughts, suicidal mm -hmm. attempts. And yeah. I used all that to fuel me to get, finally reach my purpose and finally um, want to inspire others with it. I like that, man. I like how you allowed yourself, man, to turn, as we say sometimes, you turn um eliminate a uh, lemon you know you took a lemon you took lemons and you turned it into lemonade man and that's right. what you did with your situation man i thank god for that man because i truly believe that your story will help somebody else man and all we got to do is just take time to listen and that's the thing man what is it gonna take brother for us to take time to live life just like you're doing for instance like my son said you got three kids and you're writing books at a young age, man. How did you get to that point where you could just take time to do stuff like that? Man, it took a lot of patience, man. Um, it's, it's it's still difficult at times, man. I'm still learning how to be a better father, still mm -hmm. learning 
how to be a better author. Everything is is everything is still a learning process, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started writing my book, man, because my grandma, man, she told me I had a higher gift from purpose, and she had died of cancer. So two weeks before she passed, she she told me that and after she passed, like I kept seeing the same signs, the same signs of everything that I've been through on social media, and I just used that as you know. She wanted me to like finally tell my story. That was just mm-hmm. God kind of like, this is it. This is your mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? I was angry. I was mad at God, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of people would get mad, but sometimes God uses what we hate the most. Like I hated losing my grandma the most, but sometimes mm-hmm. God will use what you hate the most. To finally show what your purpose is, you know, mm-hmm. he got a heart. He got a he. He can reveal it in the most uncomfortable way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it kind of made me uncomfortable, and it kind of made me sad because, like, sometimes I think, like, what if my grandma never passed? What never would have passed? Like, mm-hmm. would I know my purpose, or or whether she even told me that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So it kind of get to me, but I'm just thankful that she told me that because now I get to finally tell my story and. I finally get the strength to like tell it without crying or without sad. It's yeah. Just, uh, like tears of joy, you know? Right, right, right. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. And I think you're inspiring so many young brothers, man, just, just based off of you being able to take that leap of faith behind your story, too, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just naturally wanted to ask you, man, anybody that has a wife, man. You know that that that's that's a great support system. You know that's a great supporter, mm-hmm. great partner. You know, uh, talk to us, man. Talk to Nashville, our audience. How did you meet your wife, man? What's the backstory behind that? Um, I met her. I met her at so what we 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 met, and like we didn't really, you know, what I'm saying, ask each other out or nothing like that, man. Mm-hmm. We just hanging out every day, and like we just connected, man. Like. We put a steamboat on and they just connect and that was us. <laughs> we've been together for seven seven years and we've been married for one year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through through those you know what I'm saying times, yes, we had um you know what I'm saying a lot of complications at times. But other than that, man, we've been good. And like I always tell somebody, man, if you can't if you can't love a person without sex or if you can't love a person if if sex is all a person, if you can love a person for man, you would never be happy, man. And like once you realize like you can go without sex and and and, and go without those things, and that person still drives you crazy, still know how to make you smile, still know yeah. how to you know what I'm saying, do all those things without having to you know what I'm saying, have sex with you. That's when you know you got a, a real one. That's when you know you got a a rider, just your soulmate, and that's, and yes. that's how I know I got mine. Yeah, man, dude, I'm just, I'm just shaking my head because it's rare to hear a young man. How old, 20, 23, 24? 26. Okay, 26. That's still some prime years for what you're talking about. And you talking about you ain't, you ain't got to go there? Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, brother, at 26, that's probably all I was thinking about at the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at 26, man, but I was in school still trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? But believe me, that was a big part of my life, man. You know what I'm saying? So, but, uh, but, but, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm saying this lightheartedly, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, what you said is so true. You found a wife. 
And the scriptures tell us that a man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing, man. And that good thing is the thing that God has prepared for you. And evidently you found yours early in life, man. So that's a good thing, man. And the fact that you said, well, basically you said, even if the sex goes away, the relationship is what matters. And that's what you have to build on first, man. If you, if, if young brothers, man, were to get this in their toolbox, build on the relationship first, everything else will fall into place. And don't make sex, don't don't have sex as a top priority. That's just a part of the package deal, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a package deal, because like you said, if one part of the package deal goes bad, do I throw the whole package away? No, you know what I'm saying? No, so yeah, I like you, I like that, man. Keep doing that, brother, it's gonna work for you. It's gonna work for you. Yo, 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 Nashville, man, what's up, what's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. We are super, super excited to announce that we have another advertisement, guys. Somebody has invested in our platform, man. So for them to scratch our back, you know we're going to scratch theirs too, man. Let's see who is a part of the BMVT ad break on today, man. For all my ladies, all my ladies, all my sisters, man, if you need someone to get your makeup top tier Emily Perez is the woman you need to see man beat by M artistry guys this young lady man she does a whole lot of whole lot of and we really really wanted to make sure that we showed her some love on our show today man guys she has a many of different services man make sure that you guys follow her on Instagram at beat by Oh, I almost messed it up, Emily. I'm sorry. Let me just spell it. B-E-A-T-B-Y-E-M-A-R-T-I-S-T-R-Y. B-Y-M Artistry. Follow her on Instagram, guys. But let's check out and see what kind of services Miss Emily offers with B-Y-M Artistry. Ladies, she offers a full glam service. This glamorous full face provides you with a flawless eyebrow application, dramatic eyeshadow look, such as multi-color, cut crease, smoky eye, halo, graphic liner, etc. False eyelashes are included. Eyeliner is optional. A seamless foundation application, highlight, contour, blush, and lipstick of the client's choice. With the full glam special, it is a 75-minute service where you can also add rhinestones and glitter as well as a touch-up kit for $10. Let's see what else she got going on, man. I just read all that, and I don't know what none of that means because I don't know anything about makeup. But I know it is a sister out there that's listening that may need Emily Perez, man. She has a full glam service. Let's see what the soft glam service is about. For a 50-minute time duration, the Soft Glam service is the classic glam full face that provides you with a, a flawless eyebrow application, soft and neutral nude toned eyeshadows such as a smoky eye and a cut crease. No eyeshadow looks may be requested. False eyelashes are included. Eyeliner is optional. A seamless foundation application, highlight, contour, blush, and lipstick of client's choice. And again, additional items such as glitter and rhinestones are available for $10. That is the Soft Glam special, again, that Miss Emily Perez offers to everyone. Guys, make sure you check out 
Beat by M Artistry. Follow her on Instagram. She is located in the Laverne, Tennessee area. All my Laverne folks, my Murfreesboro folks, my Smyrna folks, my Antioch folks. Tap in with Beat by M Artistry. Let's get back into today's episode. Definitely appreciate it, man. Just in just in your in your story, Robert. Um, how can you say, you know, your wife naturally, even through your um emotional moments, through your mental health challenges and stuff like that, where does she show up at during those times, man? How was she able to kind of fill those gaps for you where man, you know, you were looking for peace all over, man, but you couldn't find it nowhere. But you knew if you could find your wife, man, you knew that you'd be okay. Man, uh, she was the missing piece of the puzzle, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I praise her every day for the board because without her, man, is she without her and my my children, my three children, they 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 drive me, they drove me in a way that um I couldn't I couldn't see myself keep hurting them. You know what I'm saying? I she told me um she told me uh. Like if I'm gonna take the kids away and I, I'm gonna, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna go away for a little bit till you get yourself together. That right there, you know, what I'm saying that made me like, okay, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to get help. I gotta, I, I don't want you to leave me in that type of way. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to keep hurting my kids the way I was hurted as a as a child. And right. I had to realize, man, it's 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 not about what happened to me mm-hmm. um, anymore. It's about you know what I'm saying? How I'm gonna get over? Like, uh, we're not responsible for everything that we've been through, but we are responsible for how we heal and get over it, and mm-hmm. how we take accountability and how we take responsibility for the situation that you know that's going on for it. And I had mm-hmm. to realize, man, I can't keep dwelling on the past. I can't keep dwelling willing on what my father didn't or didn't do. I couldn't. Um, keep the willing how I got my heart broke at such and such age and mm-hmm. and I'm scared to make a commitment. I couldn't keep the willing on those things because if I keep the willing on those things I'd never be happy. And and I couldn't and I had to realize if I'm if I'm not if I'm not the hill version of me, my children will get every broken piece of me. My wife will get every broken piece of me. Wow. And like through it. those broken pieces, I would keep cutting them and they would keep bleeding and bleeding. Mm-hmm. And eventually they just gonna bleed to death and, and walk off and, 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 and I'm gonna be stuck here by myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that to happen. So I just had to say enough was enough and it, and it's time to fix me so I wouldn't have to fix them. Mm. Dude, man, that's deep. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, I like that's it, deep. Man. Yeah. I just like how you just put yeah, that analogy yeah, like together, man. That's uh, that's yes, that's deep, man. Cause mm-hmm. you you said a lot. You said mm-hmm. a lot, man. I think mm-hmm. you know it 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 goes to show that our culture does a pretty bad job at going through the process of healing. Yeah. I think, man, yeah. healing in all aspects, bro. Grief, mm-hmm. you know, you have to you know heal over the a, a loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, when you're talking about depression from a relationship or. Mm-hmm. Or just you know uh, mental health issues, and you're dealing with the the balance of that man. You really, really gotta gotta take that type of stuff uh, into account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like you just said, and he said it so eloquently just mm-hmm. then. You That's have it. to allow yourself to heal, man. Yeah, and I'm talking about. And another word you used at the beginning of this uh, this uh, show is you said patience. 
if you allow yourself to heal through patience, man, you will be the better version of you, man. And I applaud you for doing that, man, because you got three young babies, man, that need a good man in their life. They need a good woman. And you're the key. And I appreciate you for understanding that, man. I hope some brothers that are listening to this understand that I love women. I love women. I'm married to a woman. But the male is the key to the whole puzzle, man. He's the key. He's the one that keeps the glue going. You know what I'm saying? Because when, because see, this is what the enemy does. If he can take the male out of the picture, then guess what? You leave the kids and the female to fight this world by themselves, and it ain't, and that ain't meant to be. It's not meant yeah. to be like that, man. Not meant to be, dude. Good job, Robert. Good job. <laughs> yeah, my my stepdad always told me that, man. He just told he always told me that. And this kind of stuck with me, man. If I do right by myself, and I and if I lead the right way, then my woman will automatically follow. You know what I'm Amen. saying? So I yes, just live by that. And and if I wasn't my true self, if I didn't, if I wasn't healed, and if I didn't believe in myself, or if I didn't love myself, how can she follow someone that don't believe in themselves? Love yourself. Yeah. So it it just kind of made it just kind of everything just finally started clicking, you know, yeah. and I just took accountability and started doing the right things in the right way. Praise God. Well, I mean, it goes to show the type of woman she is too, man. I I you know, if if you don't mind, I'd rather give her her flowers as well, man, because I think she held you down, man. You know, just through those yeah. times yeah. where you know the, the the average woman may have left, mm -hmm. you know, man, uh, you know, neither men or women like adversity. You know, in relationships, man, and and I think, man, she saw your potential. You mm. know, so man, so shout out mm. to her. Mm. You know, as being your wife, man, for being able to kind of, I know that's a spiritual thing too, man. I I I know I'm pretty sure, man. If you a believer, then your wife is a believer as well, man. So right. it just goes to show, I think, her relationship with God and just being able to understand that she may not get everything that's going on with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she had enough faith to understand that it'll get better after a while. So. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, like that. You know what? And I, I, I heard this brother, man, this brother on TikTok one day, man, he was a rapper. And he said this, man, it made so much sense. He said he was out with his boys one day and they was on the subway, man. And he said they saw this guy that was getting ready to go to work and he was putting on his clothes and kind of, you know, freshening himself up a little bit. And as he got through freshening himself up, they watched him as he went to the uh subway station and he met his wife and his kids and he told his brother and the brother asked he said man what you getting ready to do he said man i'm getting ready to go to work and my wife getting ready to go to work and my kids getting ready to go to school and uh, we live down here in the subway and he said but we got plans to leave the subway one day and we got dreams man of making our lives better man because they had got put out on the street or whatever and later on the guy the rapper said him and his boys was out smoking some weed man they were standing on the corner and, they, and he said, as he thought about it on the coin, he said, man, you know what? That dude got a better life than I do. And his boy said, man, what the hell are you talking about, man? How is his life better than yours? He said, man, that dude got a woman that's with him in the subway, and he ain't got nowhere to go, and he got his kids and his wife with him, man, and he got a plan. He said, that dude doing better than me. And as I thought about it, I said, that's true, because the woman is with him at his most downest moment. So guess what? That's going to give that brother some oomph, man, to get up. Because he ain't going to want to keep seeing his family like that. But the fact that that woman is with him in his down moment, he found his good thing, man. And that's what I think you did, man. 
when you, like you said earlier, she was the final piece of the puzzle. Thank God, man, that there is and there are still good girls, good women out there, man, for bros, man. Just got to keep looking, brothers. Just got to keep, keep looking. looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob, man, getting into a good conversation, man. We're going to get into a commercial break, get into a commercial break, man. Make sure you guys tap in, man, to this great episode we got going on. My guy, Robert Lawson, man, an author, a father, just a black man that's doing good. And yes, we sir. want him and his story on our platform. Y'all know how we rock. The second half of this episode, we get right into the vent, man. Right after this commercial break, we'll get right into it, guys. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Nashville, man, what's up? What's up, guys? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. We are super excited that you guys are tuning in to the baddest podcast in Nashville. Shout out to my guy, Robert Lawson, man. Trial and error, life of depression. Make sure you guys click the link in our description to buy and support Robert Lawson and his book. For today's commercial break, we decided to, in honor of Independence Day, give some facts about today's nationally known holiday. Let's check it out. The 4th of July. It's pretty huge in the United States. But do you know why? It's more famously known as Independence Day and is a massive annual celebration and national holiday across all 50 states. On this date in 1776, Congress officially announced its independence from Great Britain and their ruler, King George III. The USA had been under British rule since the 1600s, when the British founded 13 colonies to make up the country. Virginia, New York, Massachusetts, Maryland, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Delaware, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. As these colonies grew, so too did unrest. Inhabitants were not happy at the taxes they were made to pay by the Brits or the superior treatment they were expected to show to these impostors. So they rebelled. They decided that they needed to declare their independence in writing. Led by Thomas Jefferson, who would later go on to become the third U.S. president, the Declaration was written, presented, and finally accepted, actually on 2nd July, 1776, but announced to the world two days later, on the 4th of July. This most famous piece of literature is now safeguarded at the National Archives in Washington, D.C. Its most famous line reads, quote, all men are created equally and, quote, are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that include life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Americans are extremely proud of this document and can often be heard quoting it during their annual July 4th celebrations. The whole country comes together for huge displays of patriotic celebrations on this day. Families and friends generally honor it with outdoor gatherings, as the weather across the country is usually good around this time. Picnics, 
barbecues, and house parties. Parades are held in most cities where citizens dress in the red, white, and blues of the American flag. We can hear the national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, being proudly sung all over the country, and fireworks always finish off the day's festivities. New York City is reported to hold the biggest fireworks display each year, sponsored by the famous department store Macy's. Chips, dips, burgers, hot dogs, and fries are some of the most popular foods eaten on Independence Day and are nicely washed down with beer. Over 74 million Americans barbecue on this special day, when 150 million hot dogs and around 63 million cases of beer are consumed over Independence Day weekend. Hey, where's my invite? It's not surprising to learn that over $7 billion was spent on food solely for the holiday in 2021. Along with Thanksgiving and Christmas... And let's not forget the majestical Super Bowl. Independence Day is one of the most celebrated occasions in the U.S., with around 85% of Americans saying they plan to commemorate it somehow. Man, just like that, man, just like that. We are back. We're back. Good morning to you guys. As I always say, if you're just not joining us, something's wrong with you, man. Tap in with us. We got Robert Lawson. He is from Michigan. He's got three kids. He's got a book. He's got a wife. He's doing a lot, man. And we are excited to uh, once again have him vent on our platform. Naturally, have you heard a black man vent today? With that being said, uh, Mr. Robert, again, brother, thank you for being on the show Grace on our platform, um, as we talked off air, man, we got a question for you. It's a question that we curate to all of our guests. Um, our audience is ready. We're ready. Let's get into it. Mr. Robert, what would you like to vent about today on Black Men Vent To? Really just about my life and my book, man. How I, um, the book is mainly about, like I talked about earlier, like I, when I was in a dark place um, trying to... Um, Fill that boy with my father not being there. And at the time, it was very, you know what I'm saying? It was very hard um, because all I can, you know what I'm saying, depend on my mom and stuff like that. And even though she's, she was a great mom and, and, and everything, but at some point, you, you want your male figure that you want your father to be there for you. And um, no, no matter how great a mom is or a parent is, um, a father, a, a, a person needs a father, you know what I'm saying? Whether they are a daughter or a son, they just want their yeah. father to be around. I have, I had other male figures, you know what I'm saying, that were there, and I appreciate them for being there, you know what I'm saying, throughout my life. But it was, you know, even though they was there as well, I just wanted my father. But as the more that I got older, I had to realize, um, like, I just, I, I just, um, like, I, I didn't just brush it off, but the more that I talked to therapists and, and held, like I had to realize, like, you know what I'm saying? Our parents make mistakes too. They was learning as well. So I had to learn how to forgive them and and just say, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. And just and just protect my peace and, and finally love myself uh, like I wanted him to love me. And 
like I had to forget like I'm I'm twenty something years old. I'm not twelve anymore. So what yeah. daddy did in the past is 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 over with. You gotta you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta like to live too. You know what I'm saying? You're not a little boy no more. You know what I'm saying? You just can't keep talking about my daddy wasn't there, my daddy this and that. You know what I'm saying? It's a person that mm-hmm. daddy that wasn't there either, but they still striving to be the best person they is today. So I had mm-hmm. to realize, like, even though my father wasn't there, like, you know what I'm saying? That don't stop the show. The show must keep mm-hmm. going. The show got to keep going. So that's when I realized, man, enough was enough, man. I got to do this for my babies, for my wife. I got to get better for myself and, and, and stop letting the past hinder my growth. The more you hold on to the past and the, and the more it affect your future, the 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 growth. You know what I'm saying? We gotta stop looking at God. We gotta stop looking at everything that God is doing for us as a as a um a bad a bad thing. Like God put a lot of a lot of things in us in our lives, but He just using that as fertilizer to help us grow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was listening to a Steve Harvey uh, video the other day, and he said um. If if um what doesn't what doesn't um grow without dirt um nothing nothing grows without dirt even your nails you know what I'm saying they need some type of little dirt moisturizer to help them grow your hair needs some type of you know what I'm saying everything grows without dirt and start looking at what God is putting in your life as dirt to help you grow. Mm-hmm. So, so that that really spoke volume to me because like everything that I've been through, I realized it was just dirt. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just dirt for helping me be the purpose, be the person I am today, and finally bringing me to my purpose. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I just want everybody to know like if you're going through a dark place or a dark season, don't don't let the storm trick you into giving up or you know what I'm saying clocking out. That just God, that just God putting dirt in your life to help us grow. We can't grow without dirt. We can't, we can't grow without, you know what I'm saying, some type of rain or, or some type of storm God putting in our life. You know what I'm saying? So just keep going and and and, the, and just trust the process. Like I was talking about earlier, just trust the process and have faith. You know what I'm saying? Without faith, you you don't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? God, God, um. He, whatever we ask for, he sent out. He sent us out to the same day. Another quote from Steve Harvey he said, "He only delivers to Faith Street, though. So if you, if you, if you on, if you on a different street, and you ain't on Faith Street, then mm-hmm. you gonna miss your blessing. You know what I'm saying? So, so, stay on, mm-hmm. so stay on Faith Street and trust the process and trust God, because he said God only delivers to Faith Street." Yo, 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 Nashville, man, what's up, what's up, what's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, guys. Hope you guys are enjoying today's episode, man. If you guys follow our platform regularly, then you know right around the second half of our episode, we get into what we call the BMVT Black News Weekly segment, guys. Let's see what's going on in the city. That is what we call Blackity, Blackity, Black, man. Let's check it out. Guys, create the culture events is throwing again another vending event this year man we are super excited to announce that naturally august is national black business month guys august is national black business month 
Come celebrate black entrepreneurship with Create the Culture, guys. Businesses will be selling their goods and services. The live DJ will be on site. Performances, entertainment, a selfie station, networking contests, giveaways, the Tamiya dance. I still don't know how to do that dang dance. But all of that will be going on at the Create the Culture event titled the Black Business Month Expo, guys. This will go on at the C.H. Dixon Life Center. 3838 Dickinson Road, Nashville, Tennessee, 37207. That is August the 19th, guys. Saturday, August the 19th, Create the Culture. We'll have their vending event. August the 19th from noon until 5. Vendors are wanted, guys. Make sure you tap in and please, please check in with Create the Culture events. Their Instagram name is Create the Culture Events. Go follow them, man. Check them out. August the 19th from 12 to 5. What else we got going on in the city, man, that's all black? Let's check it out, man. A competition and an auction. Shout out to my guy Jay Spence and the Cocky Brand Apparel. Apply Pressure 2. Sunday, July the 16th, man, hosted by Jay Spence himself, featuring vendors, barbers, hairstylists, ciphers. We're having a bake-off, nail tech, and yours truly, Jonathan Davis of Black Men Events, who will be a judge judging the competition that is going on at the Applied Pressure 2 event. Sunday, man, July the 16th. Y'all tap in, man. It's at Penobis. Penobis Kitchen and Lounge, 903 Rivergate Parkway, guys. Goodlessville, Tennessee. The doors open at 2. Go buy your tickets, man, real quick. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. What you waiting on? You're listening, but you're not going to click on the link. Go buy your tickets today at ApplyPressure2.Eventbrite.com. Apply Pressure, the number 2 at eventbrite excuse me dot eventbrite.com shout out to jay spence and the cocky brand apparel for allowing black men event two to be a judge at this great event happy independence day to everyone let's get back into today's episode Well, I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that, man. I like the fact that you're finding ways to encourage yourself, man, through the Word of God, man, and through people that are talking about God, man. Because at the end of the day, a lot of young people deal with this and deal with that, man. But at the end of the day, man, if you have a relationship with God, man, that's one of the best things you could ever do. The best thing I ever did in my life, man, when I started getting married, was getting saved and giving turning my life over to Jesus Christ, man. That's the best thing I ever did. Now, it was was it some? It, do I still have some rocky days? You just said it, of course. But that's because God is not finished growing, man. He and He's definitely not finished growing you because you're a young man, and just like my son, y'all got a lot to offer to. Matter of fact, y'all are the ones. You all are, are the ones that are shaping the world right now. You know what I'm saying? And so with you having that mindset, that's good, man, because I heard you say it. You're not looking at the excuses no more. You're finding solutions. And that's good, man. I applaud you for that, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. Robert, man, um, what is um, what is one of your uh, things, if there are any, that you regret um, coming up, you know, natural man? being the teenage Robert Lawson, the adolescent Robert Lawson, the young adult Robert Lawson. Do you have any regrets, man, some things that you probably wish you could have went back and done differently? Um, I get I get asked that question a lot, but 
I'm gonna give you the same math I gave everybody. Um, no, I really don't have no regrets because um, because without those without those things that happened in my life, who would I be? You know what I'm saying? So, I am. Um, I went through those things for a reason. You know what I'm saying? I don't call them regrets. I just call them lesson learned. You know, uh, we 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 go through those things for a reason. Um, how, do I wish I haven't went through them? Yeah, but um. It just it just um it just shaped me who 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 the person I am today. I wouldn't be the real me without those um, horrible things or the, without the things that happened in my life. So I I don't have no regrets. I just I just keep living and just keep living, mm -hmm. walking on faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey man, I I definitely like the quote um on Faith Street. That's mm -hmm. that's that's a that's a, mm -hmm. that's a powerful quote, man. Because not a lot of people live on that street you know some people live on depression avenue some people live on anxiety boulevard yeah, yeah, depress people... depression is real man like, it, yeah. it was a, um, as i when i talk about it in my book it was a very dark dark place that um, I, don't, I don't wish on nobody man it, it was a place that i thought i'd never see myself going through um, Throughout my whole twenty six years of living, man, it was very mm. dark, man. It's like you want a dark place. Uh, for me, it felt like I was like chained to my bed or, or one of them crazy movies you see on Lifetime or something, man. It was, it was just, mm. it was just like, man, I thought I wasn't gonna never get out that, out that mm -hmm. place, and and for me to like finally be out that place, out that dark hole, out that cave. It's like it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be I talk about God a lot because I wouldn't be um be here without him, you know, especially with the suicide attempt, trying to, you know what I'm saying, going through with him, uh, writing suicide letters and just just ready to give it all up, man, and, and for them not to work and for trying so many times and for them not to work and like I thought I thought God was through with me. Um, I thought he was mad at me. I thought he was through with me. But the whole time, like, he was just beginning with me. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was just learning how to, like I, like I said earlier, just trust the process and, and finally, like, realizing what he was trying to do with my life and trusting his plan instead of my own plan. Because his his plan is always, you know what I'm saying? Like when we are when we are young, we say we're gonna be NBA stars, doctor, nurses, but as a as a little kid, man, I always thought I was going to the NBA, going to the pros, or, or something like that. Just I didn't have like no real like no real job dream except for that. So when like when I realized I wasn't doing that you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was shocking because I didn't you know what I'm saying, know what was next. And mm -hmm. so it mm -hmm. was just like just living. I was living. And mm -hmm. I wasn't you know what I'm saying, and not just actually like I was just surviving, not just actually living, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. It was it was it was hard, you know what I'm saying? Now that I know um why I had to go through all those things, I'm not mad at God and I I don't regret anything. I'm just happy to be here. Mm. Woo, we happy you're here too, brother, man. Again, just listen to you give us that last, you know, spiel, man. Again, I want to applaud you and I want to give you your kudos, man, for being able to persevere, man, through all those difficulties, man. Because what'll happen in life is this, man. 
God is saying, you said it. God will send you those difficulties, man, so that he can prepare you to greater. You know what I'm saying? And all you got to do is look in the Bible and discover Job. Job went through so much, man, and, and but but God knew that he could trust Job with trouble. God can't trust everybody with trouble. Some folks can't handle trouble, man. It's certain levels of trouble. But the level of trouble that he gave you, I don't know about that handle that. But then it's maybe some trouble in my life that you probably wouldn't be to deal with. So God knows just how to mold and make us and keep us on that potter's wheel, man, to get us to the point where he wants us there. Then he can gain fruit from our lives. And that's what he's getting from your life right now is fruit. Because your, your fruit is your book. You got a wife. You got three children, man. And you're on the Black Man Vid 2 podcast. So you got a whole lot of fruit going on right now, brother. You doing it. You doing it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Pops, man. And, and it's just, um, it's inspiring to hear not only just you, but the other 90 black men that we've had all have different dark space moments. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration is all of you guys found similar or different ways to get out of those similar or different dark space moments. Mm -hmm. You know, so to hear from you, man, like, um, to be honest with you, I want to touch on this a little bit. Um, if it's not too, you know, not too touchy, the uh, abuse, the sexual abuse piece. Um, we had a guest, I want to say earlier this month, mm -hmm. that kind of talked about his experience with sexual abuse. And it's one thing for a woman to go through it, but I think it's a different type of, you feel me? It's a different type of uh, disposition, for lack of words when a man mm. is the victim behind it. If you don't mind, Mr. Robert, uh, not necessarily walk us through the experience, but walk us through the impact, if you will, man. How how did that moment change your life, so it, to speak? It, at the time, man, it changed my life on sex, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I was molested by a, a older a older lady and, um, and like, it just didn't happen once. It happened, it happened multiple times, and and like it was, it was, it was very, 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 very traumatized, and um, for the way that it happened, and like when I was going through that, I didn't tell nobody, and till this day I didn't tell nobody. I just wrote it in my book, and who read it, who read it, you know what I'm saying? Who got mad? Who got mad? And who believed it? Who believed it? But mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't writing my story because of sympathy. I was writing it because I finally wanted to be heard. I finally feel strength, yes. strength in myself to finally tell my story. But for yes. being sexually abused, like it took a toll on me because, like as I said, I didn't tell nobody. I just told a few friends, and and they like kind of made like jokes of it. They was like, you know what I'm saying? What what's the point? You, you know what I'm saying? You're not a virgin no more, so you should be good. You know, but mm -hmm. it was it, that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know anything about sex. I, I I knew like you know what I'm saying how you know what I'm saying what to do and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But like I ain't, I wasn't really focused on that at the time. I'm just right. just a young boy just trying to go to school, get good grades, and and perform mm -hmm. good for mom and stuff like that. And like it. It's like the scenes kept replaying in my head, and like every girl that I was with after that, it's like those like those scenes was playing in my head, and it's like it wasn't a good feeling, you know. And and it took a it took a toll on me because I I didn't even want to have sex anymore. I just 
Mm-hmm. I just, you know what I'm saying? Just wanted to just do me, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. 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 Like, people will stop, people will stop dating me because they didn't know what was wrong. They thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't find them attractive or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but I just ain't had the strength to tell nobody or, you know what I'm saying? Because of the, just the uh, few friends that I did to, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I just, it made me, it, it kind of lowballed me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, it made me like, man, if, if my close friends ain't believe me, you know what I'm saying? Who? Why, why would my mom or my father believe me? You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. it, um, it, it, it just like, because who, who, who ever think a, a boy get sexually abused? It's always you hear about a, a girl getting sexually abused. So who would believe me anyway? That, that was my, that was my, that was my uh, way of thinking. And, and like, for the people that's watching this, if man, if you've been sexually abused or molested, raped, anything, man, don't don't think that same mindset because holding it in, man, it caused me so much pain and hatred mm. and um inside, man, because going through that, man, I didn't like I had people I had people to talk to about it, but in society, man, it's like as as what we talked about earlier, you said society put a, a, a lot of cake, like a duct tape on black men, like we, yeah. we're not supposed to speak. And it's like mm-hmm. our ceiling is cut off to a certain extent. So it's like, it was hard for me to speak up, especially on that situation. And like mm-hmm. going through that, man, I wouldn't want that for anybody because that's not good. If you ever been through that, man. Man, go 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 tell somebody, man. Seek therapy, seek help, man. Because if if you don't seek therapy or help, man, that it will drive you down a real dark road. And that's with me. I didn't seek therapy for that situation to years, man. Till I was twenty four years old, didn't nobody know, man. And, and, wow. and I was just sweeping it up under the rug. You know what I'm saying? And it hurted me deep down inside, and like. The more that, like, the stuff that she said to me was traumatizing because, like, the more, like, other people would say to me, man, I just go blank, like, because that's what she said to me. And I, I'm, mm. like, blank, and they be like, what's wrong with you? Why he so quiet? Why he so sad? Mm. And stuff like that. But little did they know, like, I was fighting a situation that I was scared to talk about, scared to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was very, very very traumatizing moment, man, and I wouldn't wish that on nobody, man, not even my worst enemy, man. Like I said, if you, if you gone through that situation, man, please, please, please go get help, man. That's, um, uh, saying no is, is, is very, it's, it's, um, even saying no, man, that's, that's rape, man. They still touch it. That's rape, man. Go, go, mm-hmm. um, tell somebody, man, because holding it in is, um, it's not the right cause, man. Not the right method for that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, thank you for for Ooh. for being transparent. I, yes, I want to say that um, it is. I I empathize with you um, only because I have not experienced that on my own, brother. For you to grace our platform and let our audience know how to steer from that and better handle that if they were victims. Thank you, man, for sharing that on yeah. our show. Yeah, man. I just again I just want to applaud you, man, for 
having the courage mm -hmm. and the boldness, man, and the strength, man, to just be able to verbalize that situation, man, because it takes a lot to do that. But know this, brother, you have helped somebody. Mm -hmm. You have helped somebody, man. I'm telling you because there was somebody, there's probably going to be somebody that's going to hear this podcast and they're going to be dealing with what you're dealing with, man. And you just gave them a way out. Right. You just gave them a way out, right. man. I appreciate that. I thank you for that, brother. <laughs> and God bless you, man, because you've done a great thing as far as getting that out in the face. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, let me ask you this. It's kind of still on the same wavelength, but on your recovery, how important was your wife, man, in the recovery process? She was very supportive, man. She She's my number one supporter, my number one fan in everything I do, man. Um, even when she don't think it's um, the right, the right suitable um, thing for me to do, she's still supportive, and like she'll talk about, she'll talk to me if it go wrong or if it go right. Like you know what I'm saying? But there's never, there's never was a time where I, I brought something to her, a dream, a, a goal. Um, there's anything in life, period. And she said, Robert, you can't do this. Robert, it's out your reach. Robert, I don't think, you know what I'm saying? She was always, Robert, let's do it. Um, how you want to get it done? Um, um, she She's just a supportive person that I, I, I need. Um, she was always supportive in the recovery. Um, she she was always there, man, through the dark, through the dark moments, through the dark times. And like, she her words, what she said to me, is the main reason why I got myself together. Um, even though a lot of people don't want to hear this, and I didn't want to hear it at the time, she told me, uh, I love you. I will always love you. Um, but um, you're going through a dark place in your time. I'm here for you, but um, I'm going to take the kids and uh, I'm gonna um we're gonna be away for a while till you get yourself together because I don't want them to see you like this. I don't mm. want them to see you trying to kill yourself and taking pills and stuff like that and just that man. It's like I didn't snap out of it like like that, but I it hit me like man, I'm 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 too focused on what my dad did, what what this person did to me. Now I'm finna lose my kids and, and now I'm finna really be, you know what I'm saying like. Like mm -hmm. now, like I, I, I just didn't. I just said enough was enough, man. And like, it's it's about me now. It's about how I'm gonna love them better and my kids better, love them the way that I always wanted my father to love me. And I just, I just got better, man, from that point forward because I didn't want to lose the um the four thing, the four best things that ever happened to me. That's powerful, man. Dude, that's powerful. You don't, you don't, you don't, oh man. <laughs> man, hey, keep doing what you're doing, Robert. Hey, man, keep pumping them books out, man. I hope you write a book every year, man. And I hope that it, it finances you to the point where you don't have to work a nine to five. I hope you just write books. You know what I'm saying? I pray that for you, man. I pray that that's what happens. Uh, do you, matter of fact, do you, do you have a nine to five? Are you working? Yeah, I, I work. Yeah, I, I, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, man, I hope your, I hope your book writing skills and, and your, and the sales, man, get you out of that job one day. And believe me when I say, man, um, as we get ready to wrap up, any way we can push the book, yeah, man, let us know. 
send send me send me some links send me some send us some some type of things man that we can promo uh the book man because you need to be heard, right, man. Just send, uh, i got your email but send me pop's email too man i can uh, send y'all a free pdf of the book as well man yeah, that's praise God, man. man. That's praise God, man. I do appreciate that's that, God. man. Yeah, like my son said, man, when you send it to him, he got his own personal page. Mm. I got my own personal page, and we got our own page together for this business and for this podcast, man. So, yeah, send us that stuff, man. We're going to pump it, man. Yep. I'll pump it out as far as I can pump it, man. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. Robert, man, as we get ready to wrap up, man, um, the last thing that we do that we ask of every guest is this. We give we give the opportunity for our guest um, to tell that one person that's listening to you. They've heard everything you said. They've heard about you know your your analogies with Steve Harvey man about the dirt that they got on their life and stuff like that. But Robert man, you're talking to a young brother man, black or white, because we're a multicultural platform. Mm-hmm. You're talking to a young brother man that uh, still thinking about crashing out, still thinking about jumping the bridge, still thinking about. No, I heard Robert, but no, man, I, I still can't do this thing called being a black man in society. Robert, I need you right here, right now, man, in the next three minutes or so. Let that black man, that white man, that black woman, that white woman, let that person know, man. Give them some type of motivation to tell them, if I can make it, so can you. My favorite quote, man, I, I, I talk, I, I say all the time is uh, a lot of people ask, a lot of people ask God why us, why this and that, man, why we had to go through the dark place, the dark moment, man, sexually abused, traumatized, fatherless, um, everything in life. But, man, little do we know, like, God planted a million seeds in our lives, seeds to prosper us, seeds to get us over that, that hump that we in, um, seeds to get us a new car, new job, promotion, anything that he asks us for, he plants that seed for us. Mm-hmm. But... In order to for those seeds to grow, it got a storm, it got a rain in our lives. So by you going yeah. through your depression, by you going through a rainy season of life, man, it's not God punishing you. It's not it's not telling you it's not giving you signs of giving up. It's giving you signs to keep going because those seeds are our friend of prosper by you going through that storm. We can't grow without the rain. We can't those seeds cannot grow if it's not raining or if you're not going through some type of some type of situation in your life. And I just wanna say, uh, man, don't give up, man. It's the, I know the storm is is dwelling on you. I know you're ready to give up, jump off that bridge. I I was that person, man. But I mm-hmm. want you to seek help, man. Seek God, man. Put God first in everything that you do. Because um the moment that you put God first, he's gonna put you first. Um, mm. The moment that you put God in your head of your household, He's gonna put you ahead of His as well. Um, mm. Just, just God, man, God, 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 man, get, get into His Word, um, and He He won't let you down, man. Uh, plenty of times where I wanted to give up, and plenty of times where I tried the the suicide attempts, I'm drowning myself, everything, man. But God found a way to get through me. Um, whether I liked it or not, man. And I just want to say this too. Um, God is is already probably trying to give you your your blessings and your, your gifts or whatever you, you desire in, in this world. But it's it's up to you to uh, get those signs and um to reach those signs. Um to let go mm-hmm. of the path, let go of the 
of the hurt, the anger, or what everybody else did to you because you holding on to all this hurt and anger and God is trying to give you a blessing, but you can't catch him because you're so busy mm-hmm. holding on to your hurt and anger. So so mm-hmm. let so let that go. Let a few of those things go so you can finally get get the blessing and that God is trying to give to you. You mm-hmm. he can't give you everything that you want. If you're not grateful for what the life that he gave you so far, um, mm. <laughs> I like that dude. I like that. Yeah, I like that man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You spoke some truth right there, bro. Yeah, yeah man. I had to realize that man. Like I was so busy, like talking, talking down on my life that he already gave me, and like mm. how blessed I really was. Like I had a roof over my head. Um, I didn't have the money that I wanted, but I still could provide for my kids and my wife. Uh, could mm-hmm. still provide for food, for food on the table, and I was so mm-hmm. busy looking at everybody else's life, that's posting pictures with money and stuff. And mm-hmm. God, now nah, I, I realized, like, if I'm ungrateful now, God gonna think I'm gonna be ungrateful for what He's gonna finally bless me with more. He's not mm-hmm. as grateful for the life. Mm-hmm. The little life that you do have, how is God supposed to believe that you're gonna be grateful for the life, mm-hmm. the bigger life, and the better life that He's gonna give you a few years from now or a couple months from now? That's true, man. I like that, Mister Lawson. Yeah. I love it. I love your attitude, man. I like your perspective, man. Stay on the road you're on, brother. Stay on that narrow road. The scriptures talk about there's a narrow road and a, and a wide road. You look like one of them narrow road travelers, dude. Keep traveling that road, brother. Keep traveling. Robin, man, good episode. Yes. Good episode, I man. Can't, good I episode. can't lie, man. It's one of the best episodes I, I did so far, man. I, I, I really um, got a little personal, man. It's one of the best episodes that I've been on so far. I really appreciate y'all for, uh, for brief, uh, bringing me on today, man. I really do. Praise man. God for Thank you, man. You. Thank you for your story, bro. Thank you for the flowers you gave just then, man. Yeah. And naturally, brother, we want to know where we can find the book. Let our audience know your social media handles. Uh, where can we find the book at on online? Uh, my Instagram is Robert Lawson underscore. Uh, Facebook is Robert Lawson. And the book is just mainly on Amazon right now. I'm working on my own website. Um, it's on the construction. But the book is mainly on Amazon right now. It's um, You can either type my name, Robert Lawson, or the title of the book, which is called Trial and Error, Life of Depression. Mm-hmm. Life of Depression. Mm. Man, we'll make sure to add everything in our description for today's episode. But Mr. Robert, thank you so much, man, you, from Michigan to Tennessee. Thank you, bro. We really appreciate you, bro. I just want to lead the uh, audience with this, man. The road to success is always under construction, man. You, you're going to always face obstacles in life, always roadblocks, setbacks. But it's up to you, man, to when those setbacks come, man, to get back up and try it again. Um, I can We can preach on this thing all night long, but if you're not ready, if you're not ready to do the, do the work yourself, to self-trust yourself, my words, his words, pop words, they will never work. So make, make, make today the best version. And it all starts with you, man. Mm. I like that. I love it.
Yeah, I love it, man. I like it. I love it, dude. Mr. Robin, man, to Nashville, we want to thank you guys, man, for tuning in to another episode. If you're listening in Michigan, what's up, man? What's going yeah, on? Man, come on. What's going on? All the Michigan guys that are naturally are up uh, up north, man, Um, we bring you greetings from Nashville. The Black yeah. Men Venture Podcast, Robert Lawson, man, again, brother, thank you for being on the show, thank man. Thank y'all, yes, man. Appreciate y'all. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. Pop. Nashville, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. What's going on, Nashville? We want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. As mentioned earlier in today's episode, we want to make sure that we give honor and thanks to the sponsors of Black Man Ventu. Our sponsor for today's episode is none other than Mr. Tony Jenkins. Mr. Jenkins, we thank you for investing into the Black Man Ventu podcast. If you would like to be announced as a sponsor, during our episodes, give us an email at blackmenvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. Again, if you would like to financially help and sponsor Black Men Vent 2, please email us at B-L-A-C-K-M-E-N-V-E-N-T, the number two, at yahoo.com. This has been another episode of the Black Men Vent 2 podcast. Good morning.